0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola.
1: All right, welcome to uh, pre snow apocalypse right. Wednesday. It's on. It's on its way. Snow apocalypse coming. Uh, I haven't looked. The last time I looked, which was mm, seven, eight hours ago, it was uh, five to eight inches. That might have changed, but hey, it's. Oh, like, I saw eleven inches just, just see, a few minutes ago. See, That's what I'm saying. Yep. Like, oh, the weatherman, no, no, yep. nothing. Uh, so yeah, get ready for the snow apocalypse. I suggest uh, I have a gas can in the back of my car. I need to fill up to fill up the the blowing snow apparatus. And then uh, my I, I broke my shovel. I haven't bought a shovel yet, so that's going to be a problem. I
2: bought an electric snow shovel.
1: It's glorious. A shovel? Yes, it's weird. It's a. Uh, we should we should talk about who you are, maybe. Uh, oh sure. That's uh that's William Garcia, the Lacrosse County Democratic Lacrosse yeah Lacrosse County Democratic Party yeah. chair. Uh, okay, what's an I bought a snow? battery powered snow shovel, and the the it's cheaper than a snow plow,
2: but it only throws snow in front, so it's like a shovel because it only really goes in one direction. But um, but it's not a snow blower. But it's not a snow blower. Okay, and so it, like it's got the it's got the like you know uh, uh, rotators on the bottom, and it throws the snow in front, okay. and it's oh, great.
1: Yeah, I know what you're. It's talking about. It's great. Yeah, it, Love it. It's uh It's almost like a. It's it's pretty close to a snow blower if it blew it a little to the side
2: if, if it would be like a snow blower if you could like decide where the snow goes when you blow it but yeah. it only goes in
1: front yeah it only goes in front that yeah. that probably works until you get 11 inches of snow and you don't right yeah tomorrow might you be totally to different chip at it if yeah. you wanted that to be successful you when there was like 2 3 inches you go out there uh, over and over again um yeah i got a so uh, other other things maybe grab some salt before I think everyone's probably bought all the salt out of the middle of the gas station aisles. Um, I'm trying to think, and then maybe um, do you do marshmallows in your hot chocolate or just hot chocolate?
2: I just do hot chocolate. Okay, I'm so a purist.
1: You're a purist. I don't know. I feel like purists would be marshmallows. Oh, maybe no? so. I don't know. Then I'm a, I'm a rebel for you're not rebel. doing no marshmallows. marshmallows. 608-785-7914 is the talk at text line. You wanna uh, you got questions for the Lacrosse County Democratic Party chair? We can get into them. What do you want to talk about? I mean, there's... There's a have, lot going on. I have, like, national things, but oftentimes I'm like, do the national things are fun to talk about, but often don't do the community a whole lot of good, except sure. for we can blow some steam. Because, you know, if someone wanted to call in and blow off some steam, they're not going to get on the national talk radio shows to talk, but they could hear. Um, like the George Santos, like there's... That's always kind of... We even did that on the right. podcast a little bit. I think.
2: Well, and right now, it's... I mean, there's not even that much to talk about. But, I mean... Everything he does is so ridiculous that we don't even know what else to say. I
0: don't know if
1: people do or don't know George Santos is the Derek Van Orden representative in New York. So Derek Van Orden's our our U.S. House Rep. He's a rep that represents probably part of New York City, I believe. You were just Queens and Long Island, okay? So a big part of New York City. My only question is because and he's been caught lying in just about every facet of of everything, yeah. Like from his name to his college experience to his mother's deaths. Yep. Plural. To, his background uh, is race. To, yeah, his background is race. To the 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 one today was something about. Uh, it's been revealed he was a drag queen in Brazil. And you're like, okay, well, I mean, this sounds ridiculous, but but now I can't because of everything else. Right? Like, because of everything else, you can't just say, oh no, that's not true.
2: Right. I would I would probably like him a lot more if he was a drag queen from Brazil. Right. But, or,
1: well, if he didn't speak out against drag queens, right. exactly. Mean, he, he does the thing like that we see all the time: is uh, you'll see a politician very very anti-gay legislation against gays, yep. talking bad about gays, and then find you find out he's gay. Yeah. Part you know, of the community, and then yeah. not even just gay, like doing uh, you know and things to probably like children and stuff like that that's never happened before um so i don't know if it's all that but it's not all that like constructive to talk about um we could talk about our us house rep i'm sure sure um, well he he passed um or he didn't pass
2: but he issued his first 3 bills yeah. Uh, so he wrote his first three bills,
1: and well, two, uh, I agreed w- with one, one of One is a bill, and two are amendments. That's right. One is a bill, two and, are, two and are and amendments. We can get into that a little bit. Um, off, kind of off the beaten path. I, I saw this, and I sent you. A, I sent you the. So there's a video of this now, but um, it's called the Challenger Deep. It's like a submarine. Yep, yep, it's in yep. the deepest part of the ocean, apparently, or a very deep part of a trench in the ocean, the Mar- Mariana Trench. I sh- I don't know where that is. I hadn't gotten that far into deep diving. This Ha, <laughs> get it deep diving. Uh, found, they found something 35,000 feet on uh, you know, below the, below the yeah. surface of the ocean. Right. And what was it? Uh, they're their The video is pretty interesting. They're like, Oh, what is it? Whoa, whoa. What is it? You know, so it's just like this right. reflective right. They thing. think They found like some species or something and that yeah, just, has who never who been knows? seen before. And then it was what to me looks like a Heineken beer bottle. And I, they're, they're just saying beer bottle, but it's definitely in this picture, it looks green. Right. So I don't know how many beer bottles are green, but hey, what, what do we find in the bo- bottom of the ocean, deeper than anything? And I don't understand this. Wait I mean, the science
2: on that, I mean, normally, because the pressure down there is massive. Like, you would get—a cru- a human being there would get crushed. Um, the pressure down that low is, right. is insane. But I guess because the like the water on the inside of the bottle equalizes with the pressure on the outside of the water bottle that like it doesn't actually break the bottle.
1: Oh, we'll have to save that, and I did send that to Spencer Halsey or Spencer Wilkin at UWL. Uh, we'll have to save that. She's coming on Groundhog's Day to talk oh, science. So we, can, we perfect. Can, uh, we'll, uh, we'll take note uh, the the science of a beer bottle being crushed because it should be crushed. It should be crushed. Saying. It should um, be. also, or it should be floating with a note in it, right? Like it should right. be floating. Maybe to, there is a note in it. We haven't actually seen what's yeah, inside. We grab the beer bottle. That's uh, maybe it's not open either. Maybe there's still Heineken in there. Is it Heineken? Is it just Heineken? Is what is Heineken either? Just the, like a, a beer? A Are you beer. a beer guy? Dude, is I, a, I like flavor? beer. I wouldn't call myself is it, a connoisseur. Or because anything, if you're but, Miller Lite, is it Miller But I mean, it's what is Dutch, it right? Is there isn't it Dutch? Yeah, I don't think uh. Fosters do you remember Foster's? Uh, Yeah, this Australian is sure Australian beers because I think is Heineken is an Australian is it no I think I think it's Dutch I want to say that that Foster's Australian for beer remember that and it, it's brewed in Canada or something like yeah. that I just remember beer facts you guys have any beer facts 785 7914 um Locally, we have elections come up, so we could talk Wisconsin. We have Street elections Port come race. up. There's
2: going to be a primary in a couple of races. Yeah, city council and school board. City council, school board. School board will have a primary, so that means a February 15th election. Uh, there are nine people running. Uh, only eight people can be in the um, uh, in the general because there are four seats. So that means that there will be an election to kind of um, pare down one person.
1: Yep. Just cross one person off the list. Right, cross um,
2: one person off the list, and the other eight will move to the general. And then there will be a primary for, I believe, um lacrosse District 6 City Council. I think there are three people running.
1: Yeah, there'll be one primary there. And then there's a couple of, uh, unfortunately, there's a couple of unopposed races in the yep. City Council, and then there's a couple of uh, opposed races, I guess you would call those. That sounds weird. Um well, we've got a story on the money race in the Wisconsin Supreme Court that came out today. Oh yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, Progressive Protose, which is in the lead on the money front. And does it? I didn't look at this one yet. Did Spindell get boosted, booted, or they're asking for Spindel to get Dems? Oh, Dems want to uh, remove Spindel from the the uh, Wisconsin Election Commission. I oh, I
2: I've not heard that, but okay. I'm not surprised by that.
1: Well, guess what? We got three minutes. We could read this story real quick.
2: Oh, perfect. perfect.
1: All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. Lacrosse County Democratic Party Chair William Garcia sitting in studio, yammering. We're yammering about well, we were yammering about George Santos a little bit. Somebody did text in uh, as as a as a story or a not story. You know, like it's hard to know what's true and not true because with Santos, everything seems to be true that it wasn't true, right? So to speak, uh, him being a drag queen in Brazil because he lived in Brazil, right? Like he for is for a while, yeah. And there are all kinds of like nefarious things that he did in Brazil. Well, apparently he's under investigation in Brazil for crimes, right? So, so. don't they want to, uh, like bring him back to have extradite him? Try, I don't extradite? know. I don't know if, if they've officially requested extradition. And the yet. U.S. has some kind of like partnership with Brazil. So if you did want to extradite him, that we, we, we wouldn't be like, ah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> somebody texted it in, it sounds like, uh, Santos lied about being a Republican, right. uh, as he was a drag queen. Um, J- Sarge texted in Santos is the Joe Biden of Congress. Okay, yeah, uh,
2: I don't understand that.
1: Uh, um, J- Joe Biden lies about everything. Oh, that's does he? Yes, I
2: mean, except that he doesn't.
1: Yeah. So you've uh, got that. I think the only thing that's come up that uh, that of any substance in that regard was somebody brought up that Joe Biden in 1988 lied about like his college experience. Where he ranked as a and I and I was like, right. well, I was ten, so I can't right. really attest to that. And if he's doing that today, then I would be like, well, that's not appropriate. Um, but moving on, so let's do Derek Van Orden a little bit. Derek Van sure. Orden replaces Ron Kind after 26 years in Congress. We go to from a Democrat to a Republican, and um, I don't know what your expectations were, but he did propose two amendments and and a bill. Um, I will say the one. Um, um, I don't know if the, yeah the one bill that I I don't mind is ban Congress Congressman lobbyist Act I guess I don't know yep. if that's the, the the name of it or what but to prohibit members of Congress from serving as lobbyists I don't have any more details than that um, right but, no but no I'm in favor idea.
2: of that and I believe it also I be I believe it says um, and I'll try to Google it as I'm as I'm chatting but I believe it says that he wants to prevent representatives from becoming lo- lobbyists after they leave Congress yeah. Which is great, and I think the bill also includes something about um,
1: that you can't buy stocks when you are a congressman. Yeah, something that Ron Kind has come on the show and said: a, Ron Kind didn't have stocks; b, Ron Kind totally agreed that people in Congress shouldn't be buying stocks. And then you could you could make that. It's hard to do this, but like, where do you draw the line? Because I was saying right. this the other day: you can't buy stocks, and then your wife can't buy stocks. Maybe your kids. Can't buy now? Now it's getting gritty or the nitty gritty, right? Can your kids who don't maybe your adult children, right? uh, It seems appropriate
2: at the minimum that the representative and their
1: significant other should not be able to do that. And then, and then after that, I don't know the rules. Can I tell my kids to go buy some stocks and then not tell them why? And is that nefarious? And is that illegal? I think that that would officially be illegal anyway. Like quote unquote insider. I'm just throwing that's insider trading, maybe. Um so there's you know maybe rules to that but yeah hey congress because you're making decisions on how the stock market would be affected maybe you shouldn't be able to buy stocks you get a salary it's not the worst salary in the world it's like 100 what $50,000 $180,000 uh, you should be good with that and then um and if you want to go buy buy and sell stocks then get a new job right like don't be a congressman and then when you're done being a congressman then you don't get to go to these companies and be a lobbyist for people in congress because then You're not, you're not, uh, while you're in Congress, you're not trying to buddy up with other Congress people in, in, in setting your future because especially in the house, because the limits are two years. I mean, I could be in and out of the house in two years and then, all right, well, I'm going to go be a lobbyist now. And I made some friends in, you know, in this, in this party or that party, and I'll try to get my bills passed through them. Right. Uh, working for Goldman Sachs or who, you know, whatever lobby, I'm sorry, Goldman Sachs I'm picking on you. It's the first thing that came to my mind. Um, but yeah, did you have any? You said you were googling, but I don't know if you finished. Oh googling no, but on that, but
2: yeah, no, I um, I completely support uh, preventing representatives from becoming lobbyists after they leave office. I completely support stopping Congress uh, people
1: from buying stocks. Okay, so uh, while in office, when, I think both of these are great ideas. When Van Orden proposes these, mm-hmm. is it are, are we just placating to the people? Like I don't know who disagrees with this first right. of all, but but is it just is it just ga- gathering attention and something that's do it's a no- nothing bill because nobody's gonna sign it or nobody
2: I do I mean I, I don't think that um, I don't think that that should prevent him from filing it yeah but but yeah the, the bill is going to go nowhere. Uh, sadly um, Republicans I mean m- most Democrats agree with this bill. I want to say that most and not just Democratic voters most Democratic officials believe that this would be a good idea. They've come out. Uh, they've come out saying this kind of thing before. They've had this bill as well, right? Right. So, but most Republican Congress people uh, do not agree with this. Um, they want to be able to cash in on their their no, they, their. They don't agree success. with both
1: sides of this. They don't agree with when I'm done being a congressman, right? I want to go be a lobbyist. Correct. And also, as I'm working, I want to be able to trade stocks. Correct. Um, would Democrats sign on to a? Because the the next step here would be for Democrats to sign on right. to Van Orden's, Van Orden's bill or something like that.
2: And I mean, I have no idea. I don't know what the like in and outs of if, for the two amendments. I think because those are those are constitutional amendments. that is really tricky for the bill. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know um, Van Orden's new. I don't know
1: how many frenzies made across the aisle, things like that. So like him and Mark Pocan, this uh, Wisconsin state rep, who's the, probably the pretty, the, probably the most left of the state reps. And there's only two Democrats, right? There's only two democratic uh, U S house members. Um, would he sign on to this or would they go in together on this? Or would I would, it, know. would it be these butting of heads because Democrats, you know what? I don't want to give Van Orden anything. Therefore, I'm not going to. In fact, I'll make my own bill that says the same thing. Right. And I'll just have Van Orden, you sign mine. And then it's a stalemate because that seems to be – I mean, that's the impasse that we have with state government oftentimes, I think, is you ask Joe Billings about a bill or Steve Doyle about a bill, the Democrats here in the area in the Assembly, and they're like, yeah, and then i got to go sidle up to a Republican to either co-sponsor or co-author or be the head author on a bill. Yep. And therefore – So that it gets through. Because only 2% of bills in the last term made it to committee in Wisconsin state government. 2% of Democratic bills – Made it even to committee, let alone got got a vote right. in in the yep. in the assembly. Um, that's that's flabbergasting. So yeah, it's absolutely true. When when especially in the
2: Wisconsin House, when a Democrat feels strongly about a, a law about a bill, they oftentimes have to give up credit for it. They have to kind of write it and they got to push it through. And then if they can convince a Republican to kind of take it over and take it on, because that's the only way it's actually going to get through committee.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting to know how many other. US House reps have have put out a similar bill to what Van Orden says is ban congress from lobbying being lobbyist act if there's more than one of these i could imagine there's 400 plus people in the US House a couple of them maybe had the same idea and proposed the same thing so then right. you get them all together get them to sign on to it and then you know like come together in the middle and that you know then i am cool with it so the other the others are amendments the one is real, real easy and I, I don't know what your feelings are on this Term limits amendment, so U.S. House of Representatives would be limited to six terms in Congress, so yep. twelve years, and senators who are whose terms are already six years would only get two. So also, right. so essentially, you get twelve years in Congress. Yep. Um. A, do you agree with term limits? So
2: uh, I want to be clear. I do not agree with legislation on term limits, but I want to point out that that's not actually a, a Democrat Republican divide. There are tons of Democrats that agree with term limits. There are tons of Republicans that do not. So this is a weird issue because it is not something that splits right down, you know, uh, the Republican-Democrat divide. You, I personally do not like term limits. In in general, Republicans
1: are a little bit more t- pro-term limit.
2: They seem a little bit more uh, yep. pro-term limit, but again, there are tons of Republicans that that don't. Yep. And there are tons of Democrats that agree with that. It's sure. a lot of progressives that and agree you, with that, and you disagree. And I disagree. So my biggest issue with term limits, and there are several, my biggest issue is that being an elected official is difficult. It's hard. It takes um, a very specific set of skills, skills that not everyone has. And so when you find someone who's good at it, when you find someone who's good at writing bills, who's good at passing it through, who's good at everything that a rep has, you shouldn't be forced to give up on them. That's why we have elections. If they stop being effective, if they stop being good at their job, or if their views go too far astray from the people they represent, we have an election to get rid of them and change it. Yeah, but but that's why I think elections should be term limits, not a term limit
1: bill. You know, you're doing like Liam Nielsen. The problem, Liam oh, oh, Nielsen, taken when you go oh, there. Good. I've got I mean, a right.
2: certain amount of skills. The problem is, is that um, I think Republicans use term limits. To hide what is the true problem, which is campaign finance reform. I know Republicans do not want campaign finance reform. They do not want that, and all of the problems that we have with term limits would be solved by campaign finance reform. Like it, it would. So essentially, money limits. Yeah, limits on money, limits on how much you can raise, limits on how much you can do as an incumbent to raise money. Where you can raise. Where money you from. can raise that money. If we had good campaign finance laws so that we stabilized and we made it to where, uh, you know, someone both in a primary and in a general had a reasonable shot of, you know, defeating the incumbent, then term limits, you don't need term limit legislation because the people have decided year after year without influence of money that this is the best person for the job. Because the incumbent can just raise more
1: money than an The incumbent can raise more money, absolutely. Except when it comes to... An open seat in the third congressional district right. where yep. you see Derek Van Orden yep. raise what out four times more than Brad Paff? Four times more. I think six million to one
2: point four million.
1: Yeah. Okay. So um, in fact
2: I did that math today. I think um uh Van Orden uh every every vote he earned cost thirty-six dollars, basically. Okay. Every vote that Brad path earned cost eight dollars. And and Senator path almost won that race. So, you know, I mean, you've got Van Orden spending a whole lot more money with very minimal return on that.
1: How would what you were just saying, that? how would that solve this issue? Well, because everyone complains about term limits because of entrenched power. Fi- how would finance reform solve oh, the Brad Path Finance reform
2: would mean that, you know, there was a limit on how much you could spend in a race. There was a limit to how much you could raise in a race. There's a limit to... Um, to how much you can carry over from one campaign to the next, mm-hmm. uh, there's a limit to how much outside money can come in. I mean, that's where Van Orden's money was coming from—was all of these like outside pack races from.
1: And these are complaints that we see from Republicans all the time: yeah. the California money, right, the exactly, Illinois exactly. governor money. So,
2: and I, I I agree with the Republicans complaining about that. Let's get rid of all of it, yeah, and let's have a completely level playing field, and then. The person who wins is the person that the 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 population wants. And then we don't need term
1: limits. All right. We'll come back in a minute and continue this discussion with Lacrosse County Democratic Party Chair William Garcia. If you want to get in here, good time to shoot me a text, six oh eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Um or if you want to call, feel free to call. Williams is here playing air guitar. Was that air guitar? Is that what you Sure, saying? or Air Base, possibly. Air base. I, d- I don't know. happened to base. Remember that movie? Uh, you ever see that movie? Uh, I Love You, Man? I, I don't think so. Oh, you you probably like it. I think you would like it. Really good. I like it. Girlfriend hate it. 608 is the talking text line. Lacrosse County Democratic Party Chair William Garcia in here. I should have mentioned Lacrosse is under a snow emergency, so alternate side parking rules will go into effect, I think, in 12, 22 minutes. I think that's how that works. Or at least by midnight they will go into effect. So no, it goes into effect at six PM. Six P.M. Okay, yep. that's what I thought. So alternate side parking today, folks, starting at the end of the show. And that's the uh, warning you will get. I'm looking at the National Weather Service in Lacrosse's uh social media site, Facebook, Twitter. They've got when will the snow start? And it looks like the snow in lacrosse will start at nine PM. So you got plenty of time to get to the store to get your shovel, to get your salt. And what's, what Rug from Trempolo says is your power broom. If you want what William oh, power has. Power Okay. What William uses for his sidewalk is is he called it, what'd you call it? Like your electric shovel or something yep. like that. Yep. Uh, power broom is uh, Rug. It sounds more technical. Thanks, Rug, for that. 608 uh, 785. That's not what I want. 608 785 7914. I got blocked right there. It was a block shot as I'm trying to type something and then uh, check the phone lines. Um, we're talking about the the Derek Van Orden amendment. So one bill we talked about, we're we're good with uh, a U.S. House Rep. Derek Van Orden here in the third congressional district, a Republican. The Democratic Party chair here in the Cross County is good with banning lobbyists or yep. banning Congress people from becoming lobbyists. Um, the other one you were you you disagreed with, but it wasn't like this nefarious thing. Um, the third bill that. And we'll just real quick, because this one's a little complicated. The Balanced Budget Amendment. Um, can you explain what this is at all? Yeah. So basically, the uh, Balanced Budget Amendment would
2: require that any budget submitted uh, into law um, have basically equalize in terms of how much they spend versus how much they're going to pull in with taxes.
1: Okay. Is that and impossible so, for, for us to do as a, as a country? It is. It's
2: possible. The last person to do it was Bill Clinton. Um every every uh, uh president since has had a uh unbalanced budget. It is possible, but the reason it's not gonna happen is because there are two ways to balance the budget. You gotta raise taxes, especially raise taxes on rich people. Republicans are not gonna raise taxes on rich yeah, people. Yeah, we just undid that a couple right. of years ago. That's not gonna work. Or you've gotta drastically, and I mean drastically, cut services.
1: Democrats are not going to let that happen. So Republicans are talking about cutting services, though, aren't oh, they? Not well, talking yeah, about just—they're just they're talking about it, like totally. In like, fact, there
2: was a um, uh, there was a um, a person talking, a Republican talking about Social Security. Republican congressman wants to raise the retirement age by a couple of years, and the reason he said that is because people really want to work longer.
1: Yes, people want that. that.
2: It, Ridiculous. Like I want a name. I want. I want a name. I want one person who emailed that Congressperson and said, "Please, well, can you not give me Social Security because I really
1: want to work for two I, more years." I will tell you this: my dad probably want. My dad does not not want to work. But when you hit retirement age, doesn't mean you have to retire. It does not mean you have to retire. It's so, there's, it's so yeah. stupid. Like we're going to raise the retirement age so that uh, you have yeah. to work.
2: And I mean, you if you it. want to make some kind of, and I think it's ill informed and a bad argument, but if you want to make an argument that you know. Um, We need to raise the retirement age because people are living longer, blah, 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 whatever. But if you try to make an argument that we need to raise their age because people really want to work longer, that's just dumb.
1: Rick Allen from Georgia, uh, Representative Rick
0: Allen. There we go. I think I might have this. Hey, Congressman. How do y'all plan on cutting Social Security this week? Sir? How do you guys plan on cutting Social Security this Congress? Uh, We're not going to cut Social Security. You're not? Not at all? What reason the age of retirement? You know, uh, that's interesting uh, that you asked that question. Uh, people come up to me, they actually want to work longer. They actually want to work mm-hmm. longer. Yeah. So that's on the table you're saying? Well, you know, uh, if people want to work longer, maybe you need to give them an incentive to do it. Okay. Yeah, that's hey. a way to solve everyone.
1: Wait problems. a minute, if they want to do it, why do they need an incentive? Uh, that doesn't make wait, any if sense. If people want to work longer, we got to give them an incentive to do it by forcing them to work right. longer. <laughs> There is an incentive to do it. When you work longer, you get paid yeah. for the work and that you do. And you often get paid more than than Social Security. So if you want to work longer, go ahead and do that. You got the headphones at hand? Oh, you got them on. Yep. Good job. Uh, we'll go to the phones. Caller, who is this? This
0: is Dave calling from Lacrosse.
1: Hey, Dave, you got a question for William?
0: Uh, no, I'd like to add my two cents worth on the issue of uh, term limits. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I believe something similar to Congressman Van Orden's proposal was a part of the contract with America back in 1994. Um, it was, I think, the only thing they didn't get done from that contract. Uh, I like the idea of term limits, and I would like to see them take it a step further and apply it to the judicial branch as well. Uh, instead of having a lifetime tenure for Supreme Court justices, I'd like to see every Supreme Court justice limited to one 12-year term after which they would become uh, a justice emeritus. Uh, they would be allowed to uh, listen in on cases and write opinions, but they would no longer have a vote on the court, uh, because it's become such a blood sport appointing Supreme Court justices. And I think, there might be some bipartisanship here. Uh, I know that the Democrats would like to see justices like Scalia and Thomas limited to 12-year terms. And I'm sure that the Republicans would like to see some uh, liberal justices limited as well. So uh, I think maybe this might be the time to deal with everything.
1: Yeah, thanks for the call. And I would say, uh, and then maybe we and, don't And I it. think I could get behind that. I think if, if,
2: because Supreme Court justices are not elected, there is no mechanism to get rid of them if they are not behaving in a way that the that the the majority of the country wants, well, and so, so I, I I would I think uh, I could definitely get behind term limits well, on uh,
1: judicial nominees. Biden's nominee, who's now a Supreme Court justice, is her last name Jackson, I think. Yep. Um, no, no Republicans. What two two senators voted for? Two or three. I think two. Uh, yeah, so we're we're at an impasse there too as well. We right. can't we can't I oh, can't be voting for Biden's Supreme Court justice. Right, doesn't matter who she is. What's you know? it yeah, doesn't matter how
2: qualified they are.
1: Doesn't um, matter. Anything. And if there were term limits on the Supreme Court, I don't I don't know who would disagree with that. Also, and if there were term limits, then we wouldn't see people that are not quite qualified or just. You know, hey, let's just throw the thirty-five to fifty-year-old out there because then we'll have our justice for as long right. as for forever. We're gonna have them forever, literally yep. humanly possible, right? right? Like how because um, what was the lady that that died uh, on the on the Supreme Court? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? Like she probably could have been she probably could have retired long before uh, she literally died on the bench, right? Not literally, right. but like died as a Supreme Court justice. we will go back to the phones here. I think this is Nancy. Nancy. Yes. Yeah, you got a question
0: for William? I do. I was hoping your guest might tell where he got his shovel, how much he paid, how much it weighs, and how long does the battery last?
2: Okay, so uh, uh, the battery, it's rechargeable. I, I bought it for about $180 off of Amazon, um, and the battery lasts about 50 minutes So uh, between charges. So I charge it up, and, and it'll it'll run for about 50 minutes. Uh, and like I said, I was looking at stow plows, and they were like $400, and I was like, I can't afford that. But the snow shovel, uh,
1: I was, or the what was it called? Plow power, the power, broom. power power broom was a absolutely fabulous alternative. The only thing I would say is if it gets too deep, it won't work. I don't think because you're throwing the snow in front of yourself, so you're just piling it on. Unless well, you, no, unless you, you just have a little path. Yeah, you just
2: have a path, and you just you know you 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 shoot it up into your yard, off of your driveway, and you're good. Oh, how far
1: does it shoot the snow?
2: Oh, it shoots it a long way, it, okay. like like seven or eight feet.
1: Okay, because you know I'm doing third person. Rick's driveway a little bit bigger right. than.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. My, I, don't, I I don't think yours would would work very well. But for me, uh, it's absolutely wonderful. It was a hundred and I think, like I said, sixty dollars something off of Amazon. Um, it's battery powered, charge, so I don't have to have cords or gasoline. It's great. Um, Jeff, I'm not getting paid for that
1: either. No, this is well, you did say the brand name, right. I mean, Bezos could pay you for that since he bought it from Amazon. He's got the money. He's trying to buy a football team. Um, all right, so balance budget. Okay, let's move on. What was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, the um, the budget surplus, Wisconsin's yeah, budget yeah. surplus, yep. I think it's projected to be more than $6.6 $6 billion, right? The projection keeps going up. The projection keeps going up. So, um, But we're not talking about budget surplus in a way that gives money back to the taxpayers like we did four years ago when Scott Walker was running right. again for re-election. Well, and again,
2: because Republicans are really afraid that
1: it will become Tony Evers'
2: refund and that Tony Evers, as governor, will get the credit. And
1: he deserves a lot no, of the credit. Our but memories are not four years long. We are not going to remember, hey, Matt, remember right. four years ago when there was a $6 billion budget surplus and Evers gave me $100? Unless you spend a lot of money
2: advertising to remind
1: people, which I is, know. of course, what they're worried about. Yes, But uh, it,
2: but I am campaign. worried. Like, we've got this huge surplus. There's so much good that we could do with this surplus. Um, we, could, we could, you know, give money back. Um, what I really want to do with that surplus is properly fund public education in Wisconsin, which has been, you know— um, starving for uh you know a decade now over a decade now um but because of the kind of um republican control of congress and in
1: governor evers as a democrat as governor i'm not sure we're going to get anything useful oh, all yeah. right and that's where i want to take this conversation because my state minnesota is now gone full democrat right uh governor and Uh, legislature and house and the the budget surplus there is 17.6 billion dollars so three times of what wisconsin's is and i just kind of want to do some care pairing and contrasting when we come back snowpocalypse talk pm with rick Solom and william garcia doing the weather for the next 10 minutes no i'm just kidding 608-785-7914 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. There is a snow emergency in Lacrosse, which means you have to park on the, you have to abide by alternate side parking rules. So I think what you even, or well, tomorrow is an odd day, so odd side of the street. I think that's I believe that's works, right. Um, in Lacrosse. So if you're listening to go park your car, and that starts in nine minutes, so abide by that. All right, before the break, and Willie Garcia is the Lacrosse County Democratic Party chair. Um, before the break, I we, we I kind of hinted that I wanted to compare and contrast Wisconsin's six point six billion dollar budget right. surplus, where Republicans and Democrats have to kind of come together, right, like and decide how to spend or uh, invest that money, if you could call it. And Minnesota's got a complete Democratic control of the government, and we have like real conversations. So, Wisconsin, uh, do they kind of want to just blow? Through the budget surplus by passing a flat tax because a flat tax is going to cost billions of dollars to give uh, wealthy right. people to uh, give really tax.
2: really wealthy people more money. A flat tax will hurt the vast majority of Wisconsinites, um, as flat taxes how, do.
1: How will it hurt?
2: Our taxes will go up. Why is that? Because in order to so we have a progressive tax system right now. Kind of. Uh, I mean, Te- no, it, it's still prog- – I mean, it's it's technically progressive. We have a progressive tax system. The more you earn, the more you pay. Yeah. You have a flat tax. In order for the rich people to – in order for you to, to give them all of that money, to bring them down, the only way to equalize that is to
1: raise taxes the taxes for the majority of this. The okay. Um, and we have, and it would cost million billions to to get that to there. And then what happens after that? Like you're, a couple of years down the road, then are we seeing budget deficits because oh, the, yeah. the tax system has crashed?
2: Yeah. I mean, it would it would
1: be great to have a. Um you know, a rainy day fund, in
2: addition to a lot of the other things that we need to do with that money. Like I said, I'm just going to sit here and, and harp that we need education, we need money to our schools right now. Because
1: down the road, if we had a flat tax, we burned through the budget surplus, and now we have a budget deficit. And then we're not talking about raising taxes on the rich; we're talking about cutting services on the exactly general because that's how that's how
2: you got to do it. You got to either raise plan.
1: taxes or you've got to cut services. And, I, and our one stopgap here is a Democratic governor, because our legislature yep. will never be Democratic unless we have a giant federal uh, overhaul of uh, gerrymandering. Unless system.
2: we uh, elect a progressive to the Wisconsin Supreme Court in April, and that progressive Supreme Court uh, decides to hear a Fair Maps case.
1: Okay. Well, there's that too, and that's—I mean—that's the, the first step of that. In is a, April. we're a month away from the first. We're step a month away
2: from the primary,
1: um, and then April eighth, I think, is the election. All right, so we do a we do a podcast that comes out every Monday, the Democratic Voice. Um, do we do we plan on bringing any of the Supreme Court uh, nom- candidates on? We will have uh, several of the complete of the candidates on. Several. There's only. There's four. There are four. Okay. We're going to have at least two. Okay. Um, are we inviting the Republicans as well? I have invited. I have not heard. Okay. Uh, and then we're
2: also going to hear from the person running for the, the Court of Appeals for our district, okay. um, which is the kind of middle court between local courts and the Wisconsin Supreme Court.
1: All things that I think, uh, and I had a texter kind of say this, uh, we only vote the D or the R because uh, we don't actually know the candidates. This is one of those in the weeds circuit court election where people are like, wait, what? And then where? Do, how does that affect anything? Well,
2: and you that's know? why we're going to have them on the podcast so that we can find out what the election is, why it's important, and why we should vote for that
1: person. Um, all right. So uh, Steve says, democratically controlled Minnesota is fleecing the taxpayers at twice the rate as Wisconsin. No, it's actually three times the rate. And it's not uh, the taxpayers, if you want to say, if you want to call corporations the taxpayers, because I think a big a big part of the budget surplus is like we're spending money in a way where corporations are paying a lot more uh, in taxes because of uh, because of what we're buying, right? I guess I, it's hard to explain how we got to a giant budget surplus.
2: Well, there are, I think there are all sorts of reasons how we got to a surplus, but a strong economy being one of the big ones. Yeah, we're spending money, and therefore
1: yeah. that money, is ta- yep. when we spend yep. it, it's taxed, yep. and then that tax leads to a budget Especially surplus. Especially in states that are heavily reliant on sales tax, yep. Right, sales tax, that's what I'm saying. And Minnesota is uh, pretty high. Like the, I think if I buy something... And have it shipped to me. That's like seven and a half percent sales tax, where I think it's like five and a half here in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, counties can change their sales tax in Minnesota. So in a way, you're right, Steve. You're right. They have three times the. But Democrats also are having. They're they're discussing a plan and giving back this budget surplus by just uh, handing checks out to. Uh, yep
2: they they they, pr- they did propose that plan. The Democrats and check. Evers already proposed uh, before the the most recent election. Um, Money back to every Wisconsin taxpayer? And the Republicans said no.
1: Yeah. So Minnesota is doing the same thing, only instead of – Evers' plan was $150. And uh, Governor Tim Wall's plan is $1,000, but that's for parents with children. So every kid you have is $1,000. I think there's a limit of three kids. Um, Also, regular filers are going to get uh, tax money back, but he's also investing. There's a big, huge plan, four-year plan to invest in education, I think like a $12 billion investment. Are we investing in education in Wisconsin? Are we talking about it? Is that part of the conversation? Democrats are talking about it, but it's got to go through Republican uh, Congress. So we've got to convince Republicans that our children are actually worth spending money on. But the Republican argument would here would be like, we'll invest in education if you let us go to the, you know, uh, private schools, right? right. voucher schools, right? Which
2: is kind of the same as saying that um, we're not going to monitor what they learn. We're going to spend. We're going to spend a ton of money, but we have no idea what they're going to learn or. Um,
1: or what's going to happen at these schools? Because the the school voucher type schools, they don't have to abide by the same. They do not have to abide by any kind of regulation like that, correct? Okay, so that's the problem there. So, yeah. so could there be okay? If you, and if remember, there...
2: they also don't have to pay for special education services, which is where a huge uh, part of the problem with the voucher program is, because private schools do not are not legally obligated to offer special ed programs. They don't. And because they don't offer it, that means that um, the money that should be distributed among, uh, like, I don't know what the right word is, but what you would call, like, a, a standard student, uh, some of, a little bit of the money that they get goes to special ed services for right. other students. When uh, um, standard students go to private school, that lessens how much money we've got for special ed, and it makes special ed a lot more expensive and a lot harder.
1: Yeah, voucher schools can more or less just deny. Yeah, it. they can deny people for any reason. All right, that's William Garcia, He's the Democratic County, De- Lacrosse County Democratic Party Chair. Thanks, William. Have a great day. All right, coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk uh, with the Lacrosse School Board President Juan Jimenez.